Never take the easy option. This is Dennis Plintz, and this is the Hustle Podcast for real estate agents. With over 15 years of experience and over a thousand homes sold, this is the place I'm going to share my experiences. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Everybody and anybody that wants to push their business to the next level, let's go. Never take the easy option when you're negotiating on behalf of a client or yourself. You see, easy is easy. And it doesn't often, if ever, produce the best result. The number of times that we have been able to negotiate on behalf of a client and not take the easy route and produce exceptional results continues to happen and remind me of why it's important. Said differently, there are many times when a client or a uh, family member in instances will say, listen, let's just do that because it's easy. Like, let's just take that option in that hotel when we're traveling as a family because it's easy or it's available or it's convenient. Or let's just accept that answer when we're ordering dinner and we ask for an exception that's not on the dinner menu because I've got really strange or somebody I'm with has really strange eating preferences. It's difficult to ask the server or the waiter or the chef to make an exception. It's difficult to ask the person at the hotel desk if there's a better room available or an upgrade option available. It's difficult when a client says, listen, let's just take that offer, but we believe there's a better offer to be had. The number of times when a client has given us permission or consent to just take that or listen, I will do this number is staggering to me. And we're actually now keeping track of the dishwashers we've saved, the washer and dryer combination we didn't give in on, the home inspection deficiencies that we didn't agree to on behalf of our seller when the buyer comes to us and says, well, we're not happy with the thermostat that's broken or the you know smoke detector that's not working or the client that just says, listen, I will take, and this just happened, one million, $100,000 and we suggest the not easy route which is counter offering a number higher than that number. The story goes exactly like this. Most recently, and this has happened time and time and time and time again, but most recently, we had a property listed for $1,150,000. An offer comes in at $1,000,000. So, I go to the client and say, listen, we've got a great offer. Here's the data. Here's the setup. Here's the history as to why that's actually a pretty decent offer. And they come back and say, okay, I'll counter offer at $1,100,000. So a $50,000 adjustment. So I look at the spread and I contemplate the reality of how negotiations most likely happen in the world, which is the number between the ask and the offer is usually the number the buyer is expecting. So that is actually below $1,100,000. It's somewhere around $1,075,000. Well, exactly $1,075,000. If all goes according to plan. So if the seller's not willing to accept that number or lower, then we probably shouldn't counter offer. 
but he's immediately willing to come down to one million one hundred thousand dollars. My gut, my experience, and my read on the buyer says, let's not go there that quickly. This is where the difficult decision comes into play. I'm not taking the easy route and going there quickly and offering the discount. I'm saying to my seller, no, I think we should counter offer at $1,125,000. Which, of course, they gladly say yes and sometimes say, but will that scare them? That's where we have to be experts and choose the not easy route. It's going to be difficult. It's going to take time. We're going to need to be patient. We may lose the deal, but if you lose the deal this early, you're not making the deal anyway. So take the difficult route, which I did. We counted off for 1125. They came back 1,050,000. We went back. My client said, okay, let's go back at 1,095,000. I said, still not yet. We go back at 1,115,000. They come back and say, final offer 1,085,000. Now, what do we do? Client says to me, listen, we'll take 1,000,000. $95,000. Now we're only mentally $10,000 apart. What we do is we get creative. And I came up with the other unspoken position, which is the buyers expressed a need to have air conditioning and a central vacuum system. That's somewhere in the neighborhood of five to $10,000. So why don't we go back and offer to do that, Mr. Seller? And instead of doing that and agreeing to their number, why don't we do that and offer them both items completed, but they have to take $1,095,000. He says, yes, let's do it. So I decide in discussions with the client that the reality of them accepting that is high. So why don't we actually stand our ground for now at $1,100,000 and set up the importance of the convenience of those items being done and the time it'll take and all that fun stuff. So hopefully you're tracking to understand the seller is still very close to that first offer they were going to give of $1.1 million, $1 million. And now I'm suggesting we stay there. We just offer to increase the value and minimize the inconvenience to the buyer. So the buyer's agent and I discuss this, agree it's a fair and probable outcome, and everybody agrees we now have a deal at $1,100,000 with one minor concession, relatively speaking, of air conditioning and central vacuum. Crazy, but so damn important to understand. Don't take the easy route, because that took three days of negotiating, hours of conversation, back and forth, uncertainty on behalf of our seller, who at any point would have taken a much lower number, probably if we pushed him hard enough. But we are there to run defense. We are there to play offense. We are there to get the best results possible. Whether it be a negotiation on a number as big as $1,100,000 plus or minus $50,000, which is massive in my brain and should be in yours, because even a dollar matters to most people in the world or items as simple as patio furniture, or air conditioners, or central vacuum systems. It's all about positioning. It's all about negotiating. It's all about not taking the difficult route on behalf of yourself, your family, or your client. And in the end, when you add it all up, which we're doing, we're tabulating this on a weekly, monthly, and yearly basis to show our customers where we will save them, where our experience will come into play and where we will be the experts and not just take their immediate knee-jerk reaction or response despite how confident they think they are or how scared they might be 
We are the professionals. We need to lead. We need to not take the easy route. Hope that helps you. Negotiate for your clients aggressively, massively. Be smart about it. Don't lose the deal. Don't jeopardize the process. And if there's anything I can do to help you with your negotiations, whether it's a copy of my book, which I will give you, just send me a message, comment to me uh, for a small charitable donation. If you have questions about your business practice or anything at all, it's Dennis at Plints.com and I would love to help you out.